Hello, you're listening to the Unlock Your Potential podcast with Kimberly Buchanan. And guess what? I want you to know that the world is waiting for you. We want to see you use your unique skills outside of your nine to five. You've got that special something that only you have, and it's time you turned it into a product or a service that pays you. I'm a best-selling author, speaker, and certified business transformation coach. I'm also a wife, mom, and proud creator of this business and motivational podcast. I'm passionate about helping people like you. It doesn't matter if you want to quit that nine to five that's draining your soul or keep the job you're loving right now and start a side hustle that simply pays you more. This podcast will help you create plans, back them up with meaningful action, and move past whatever has been holding you back. So stay tuned to learn more about how you can expand your unique skill sets and talents beyond your day job with my practical tips, business tools, special guests, and real talk. Unlock Your Potential starts now. Hey everyone, it's me, Kimberly. And if you believe that healthy meals should be easy for everyone, then Freshly is a great solution for you. With Freshly, you can enjoy chef-cooked, healthy meals that are delivered right to your doorstep. All you need to do is choose your meals, wait for Freshly to cook and deliver them to you, heat them up for about three minutes, eat and repeat. You can choose from four, six, 10, or 12 healthy meals per week and say goodbye to cooking. Visit the Unlock Your Potential podcast page for great deals for $25 or more off your first few orders. Say goodbye to cooking and hello to Freshly. Thank you everyone for joining me for another episode of the Unlock Your Potential podcast with Kimberly Buchanan. When we started this podcast, I promised you that I would be bringing people on to tell you about their story, to motivate you and to inspire you to go after some of your dreams. And today I am so pleased to have with me Krishan from Love Corkscrew. Now, Krishan, you probably have seen some of her wines in some of your local supermarkets or some of the local stores around you. It makes me proud to have her here today to share her story with all of you. So Krishan, if you don't mind, why don't we just jump right in just for you to give us a summary of who you are before I get into all of the questions that I have for you. Sure, sure. And thanks for having me. So again, yes, Krishan Lampley, owner of Love Corkscrew. I've been in business since 2013 and I'm classified in the industry as a negociant. And people are like, what the heck is a negociant? That is a winemaker. And no, I don't make wine in my bathtub. Uh, I actually source from different vineyards and I've been in the industry about 25 years now. Over 500,000 bottles sold um, and in large big box stores and uh, about to sell nationwide and very excited. Great, great. So, Krishan, I always like for people to tell me what life was like PB. And by PB, I mean pre-business, like what were you doing? What's your background and were you working a nine to five or what were you doing prior to 2013? 
Yes, I, I'm one of those worker bees. I've always worked since I could illegally work. I've been working because I just enjoy people. So I've been in sales marketing uh, forever. So uh, it was high end retail. Um, I sold very high end retail on Michigan Avenue. Um, I was a GM for many years there. So uh, my people skills got really developed in being able to help different people of different cultures, uh, different backgrounds, and uh, be able to sell. Uh, and I just enjoyed it so much that it led into uh, a successful business. So uh, definitely sales and marketing has been my thing for a long time now. Okay, great. I always also tell people that people are like, well, I want to do something, but I don't have this. I don't have that. And I always say, start where you are with what you have. Can you start by telling us some of those baby steps you took before you really got up and going? You know, things that took little time, little money. Did you start by having friends and family telling them about it and getting their opinions? Like, was this a side hustle at first? Or how did you start out some of those small steps you took before you really got up and going? Yeah, it was a progression of seeing um, if I can do things on my own. You know, I, I definitely came from the very structured background of you must go to college, which I did. I graduated college and family consumer science. And and then, you know, you then you must get a job. So I did everything I was supposed to do. Um, and during that time, I said to myself, can I do little things on my own? Can I do something? Well, I never looked at myself as a hustler. I looked at myself as someone who could create something great and really focus on that one thing and make it large. So I, I started just with what I knew. My passion was fashion. And so I used to, uh, you know, dress uh, rappers for videos and things like that, got into dressing people and, and decided that I knew that I had the drive to be able to support myself financially mm -hmm. by doing something, but I didn't know what it looked like yet. Okay. So wine, wine didn't come for years later. Wine came years later. So just uh, touching, touching that entrepreneurship at a young age. Okay, great. So how did the wine come about? It was um, just a long time coming of, uh, again, that sales and marketing back story, but also uh, owning an art barn gallery. We owned it for about three years, uh, my ex-business partner and I, and just learning about wines. And I also worked in distribution for wines as well. So okay. learning uh, about it and being able to, again, use those sales skills, but also listen, listen to what people want, listen to what people needed and what they were missing. And it was those skills that made me decide to do what people told me I couldn't do. Um, and that was develop my, my own wine. And hey, years later, 500,000 bottles sold. Wow. Wow. A lot of people are scared to take that leap. They're worried about like what other people would think about their ideas. They're not able to say no to other people so that they can actually find time to work on their own dreams. Or they're feared they're not smart enough, skinny enough, educated enough, they're too old. I mean, the list goes on and on. Are there any barriers that you had to overcome personally? And what to, would you say to people who may be scared to take a leap or afraid of what other people might think? I, I tell them I'm scared every day. <laughs> I get told no every day. And that's okay because I'm living out my dreams. I, I always knew I never wanted to be that older person that sits and says, oh, I should have. Oh, I could have. Uh -uh. mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. And if I lose it, what am I going to say? You know what? I had a great time doing it. Right. And that has always been my, my motto. So, yes, you're going to be scared. It's never going to be enough. You're never going to be educated enough. 
you're never going to have enough experience. But right. if you sit there and write that business plan 50 times, if you if you're not living it, that business right. plan is ne- never going to be perfect. Nobody's business plan is perfect. You always revise your business plan. Always. So if you don't just jump and do it, you'll never you'll never do it because you're always finding a reason not to. So you got to just go for it. And whatever that is, it may not be an entrepreneurship. It may be in getting another job. It may be another career, but you got to go for it. Life is too short. It is. It is. I tell people life is too short to lug around shoulda, couldas, and wittas. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Agreed. Um, so tell us a little bit about your, your product line. So Love Corkscrew is just whimsical, fun. And I always say, uh, don't overthink it. Just enjoy it and drink it. Uh, Love Corkscrew um, has very vintage feel to it as well, as I only use corkscrews. Um, but it's fun, right? Love Corkscrew, exactly like right. that. And I decided that I wanted to do a straight varietal. So I have something for everyone. Uh, a good friend of mine, he, he used to call me the Snapple of wine because <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I had a little something for everyone. I can't have everything. There's right. thousands and thousands and thousands of varietals out there. But I always said, if I'm going to produce something, if you like this or if you like that, most likely you'll like this from Love Corkscrew. Um, so, yeah, my I did all the ones that I absolutely love, as well as paying homage to those people who like different varietals. And I think I hit uh, every gamut from dry to sweet to semi-sweet to semi-dry. Uh, wow. So Love Corkscrew is just fun, quirky, cool and whimsical labels. Yeah, and that's what I got from it. Um, when I first saw the bottles, I was like, "Oh my god!" I because when I first noticed it, I I saw it in the store. Yes, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, those bottles are so cool!" And I love to hear people say that because I, I love that because it's people that have no idea who I am and and love the bottles and say that they saw it or noticed it on the shelf, and that's exactly what I want. So at what point, a lot of times, okay, we're thinking about things, we're scared to do it. And then when we see it manifesting, our thought process changes. At what point did you say to yourself, okay, this is really happening for me. I'm going to do this. I'm finally over any barriers that were holding me back and I'm going full fledged. I'm going to own this thing. At what point did that click with you? It clicked with me two years ago, um, Mother's Day weekend in Times Square. I was there because Love Corps was on the billboard. Wow. And I remember originally when it was going to happen, I called a good, she's a store of mine, a good friend. And I called her and I said, hey, you know, just so you know, Love Corps was going to be on billboards. I'm just going to have the company send me pictures. And she said, you're going to do what? <laughs> she said, you're not going you're not going to see right. your wine on two huge billboards in Times Square. Are you kidding me? And I laughed at myself. And she said, if you don't get off this phone and get that <laughs> ticket, she's like, I'll never talk to you again. And I swear I got on the Southwest uh, Airlines website, <laughs> asked my creative director. I was like, let's go. We went with a backpack, stayed there for 24 hours. And it was like, at, you know, amazing race or survivor. We we had right. backpacks and we were going from one forty uh, second and seventh to forty ninth and and ninth to see right. these two huge billboards. And at that point, that's when I said, "Okay, this is a whole nother level." That right, <laughs> right. Oh <laughs> my did. goodness! Yeah, that's and a that, whole that nother it. level. That was a whole nother. That was it. That's when it finally sunk in. I'm like, I, I got to do this now. I don't have a choice. Who can say right. they're on Times Square and on um, billboards? 
I, yeah. I, I got to do it. I it gets real it. then, huh? <laughs> it did. It got real, real. <laughs> yes. And I, one of the things I noticed too, because I'm all about people using their skills and using their talents to create multiple income streams. And I noticed you not only have the wines, but you also have the love seat as well as the candles, a cookbook. Can you talk a little bit about how those came about? It all made sense. My company is LCS Entertainment and the motto is indulgence knows no boundaries and we touch all five senses. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm one of those controversial ones, right? I'm one of those people who say, I get the multiple streams of income, but don't be a pet store and a, and a beauty shop and you do taxes on the side. Like, no, hone in on one thing that makes sense and add things that complement. That is what I, that's my, that doesn't work for everybody. I'm saying that's what I preach and what I do. So for me, it made sense to set a mood, set a tone in a home. For instance, the candles are wine scented. Or they complement wine. You know, my body butter's wine scented. Everything makes sense. Um, my motivation on the love seat was getting down at home, sitting on my love seat, and just talking over a glass of wine, just telling people what's on my mind, whether it be as an entrepreneur um, or as just a woman um, mm-hmm. going through some things. Um, and it just all made sense. So as a company, it's indulgence knows no boundaries, and I want to hit all five senses. So I'm going to assume the cookbook, I haven't seen the cookbook, but I'm going to assume the cookbook has nice things that you can pair with wines. And what's so great, the cookbook, um, I actually partnered with a Cordon Bleu trained chef and it took us a long time, but I paired wines, not just love pork wines. I use my wine expertise as well to pair certain varietals with different meals. So yes, again, everything makes sense. It sets the tone, sets the mood. Um, and it was really fun to make and, and it's done very well. And I I want to go back to that because I love what you just said. It's okay. And, and to each his own, I mean, everyone can do what they want to do with their business. But I want to go back to what you said as it makes sense. It makes sense to start this company because it it complements what I'm already doing. A lot of times what people do is they start over from scratch yeah, and start trying to think about something else. But if you go back to what I call your home base and create things that complement that, it makes the process so much easier. Not only does it make it easier, but it complements and it makes sense to what you're doing already. So you're not just, I never wanted, I never wanted to be that person where they said, oh yeah, she used to do this and she stopped doing that. So that closed. So now she's doing this. Oh, well, that didn't do so well. So then she changed to this to the point where I've been to and years ago and definitely not in this, this normal, but right. in the old days, it would be going to, um, you know, certain gatherings or certain social gatherings and people giving you five different business cards. I'm like, wait, what? I'm confused. What yeah. do you do? Or giving you one business card with five different things on it. Okay, tell me one thing that you're great at. Right. And that's what I'm going to buy into. That's where I, I'm going to be like, take my money. But if you tell me you do taxes, but you also bake and you also do this, how am I going to trust you with my business taxes when your card has everything on there plus a cupcake? So so I want to just all make sense. Right. Streamline something. something. Yeah, something may not work and that's fine. That doesn't mean you're not passionate about it and you can't come back to it. That doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense or, or part of this tree that you're growing. 
that's just one branch, but let it be one tree. Yes, yes, yes. That That is an aha moment. That advice is so good. So thank you for that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I preach it all the time. <laughs> so let's talk about some of your um, recent accomplishments. From the looks of social media, you've been busy. Yes, <laughs> it, ha- it has been amazing. And I, I will say this, and, and I've said this on, on a few other interviews, that what happened in June, um, George Floyd um, was definitely a heaven sent, a, a guardian angel for us and, and someone who and was meant to put a, wake a lot of us up, mm-hmm. whether it's, it's us being able to develop allies now that are helping us. Right. Or whether it was to get us out of our rut to to know that our heart is still beating so we have a purpose. And that definitely has done a lot for Love Corps through that incident. Um, allies, there's mm-hmm. been a, a whole combination of things. So Love Corps crew is now going national and and a lot of it I owe to him. Wow. Um, a lot of these companies now saying, oh, we see you now as a black woman owned winemaker. Right. Now you see me. I've been around eight years, but now you see me. And it's one of those things I can't be mad and I'm not going to be mad because what am I doing? I'm too busy taking advantage of every opportunity I have right now to be mad. Right. Right. So fine. If you see me now, what's the great thing about it? Not only are you seeing me now, but I have great general market product. It's not like, oh, let me be a charitable contribution to this black business that I'm just going to give something now and then it's going to go away. No, I've been general market. Good times, good friends is sold in a white neighborhood, just like it is in a black neighborhood. So the great thing about it is finally I'm being noticed, but I'm being noticed and they're looking at the product and they're like, Oh wow, we can take this right now. There's there's no cleanup. Right. Right. (laughs) And And that's an important thing too. Um, that, because I ha- I do like a yearly planner and some um, we're doing journals and different things like that. And that's another thing when we, we're taking our stuff to people f- to evaluate, to consider, we want to have the whole package. We want to have it together, you yes. know, and so there's no excuse. There's None. no excuse. I just mm-hmm. told that to a women's event, that a virtual event that I had a um, few weeks back. And I said, a lot of these questions that I get asked, you can Google. Yeah. Everything's at your fingertips, whether it be compliance information, license information, and they're at the least expensive they've ever been. I mean, just getting your LLC nowadays. Man, yeah. I was getting it back when it was almost $400. Yeah. $75 now. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Take advantage of these opportunities. I've had people say, well, how did you get these grants? Stuff? I actually haven't gotten any grants. But why are you asking me that? Google it. All the yeah. grants that I applied for that I got either rejected for or they said, no, no, you're too far along in your business for, I looked it up. Right. So so everything is at your fingertips now. And I want people to take advantage. Yes, I'm not saying we don't ask advice to people who are in, in your specialty. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is use this opportunity to take advantage of a lot of great things that are out there. There's so right. many great opportunities out there. And, and now's the time. Yeah. And there's more now, I believe, than there's ever been. Ever. From the PPP loans that are amazing. And, and I, I'm the first to be scared of a loan. When, uh, when I owned my first business, I was entitled to an SBA loan and, and it almost destroyed me. So I get it. But 
these PPP loans and these businesses, you are getting the opportunity to have an interest rate that has never, ever, ever existed. So if you do it right and make sure that you budget, you have an accountant, you do everything the right way, not go buy a Gucci bag. You do everything you're supposed to do with that. The sky is the limit. Yeah. The sky is the limit. Take yeah. advantage of these opportunities. And that goes back um, a few episodes ago. I had my business attorney on talking about how to set up your company the right way. And I yes. think that's where a, a lot of people, if you haven't listened to that, folks, go back and listen to that episode because it's so, so important to have your company set up the right way, especially if you're going to go for multiple opportunities in the future. Yes. And to set up a company. I know so many people from from years back that had amazing, wonderful ideas um, who were selling it, you know, out of their house, whatever it may be, but didn't take opportunity to set up their company. And then another company came along and did the same thing and and beat them out. Yeah. Whether it be taking their name, whether it be taking their logo, um, getting, you know, your, your trademark, things like that that are so important that we spend the money to get business cards, but you didn't spend the money to trademark what's right. on your business card. Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> so I, I think a lot of times or we spend the money to on the photo shoot of yourself. But wait, but you're selling a product. So why wouldn't you make sure that product is all fits all standards, compliance in every way so you can get that product in a large store or that you can get that product in your local stores? Spend the money on the packaging, spend the money on that. So it's things like that, that, yes, I totally agree. Get your business in order first. And I've made plenty of mistakes, believe you me, through these years. Oh, yeah. But when the opportunities that they have now to get it right Take advantage of that opportunity and get it right. That goes into my next question. What would you tell someone who is currently where you were in 2013? I would say be very, very careful in be be tedious at what you do. Like make sure you keep records of everything. Mm-hmm. Make sure whether it's it's saving things in a Google Drive, because there's a lot of things that you may be asked for years later that you're like searching for. I could I can think of so many emails I've I've had to search yeah. <laughs> and things yeah. I had to find. But I'm like, wait a minute, why didn't I just have this in order? Why did I have a folder of this? And I know it sounds like very trivially and little, but I'm telling you, it's so many things that time that I have taken searching or organizing um, that I should have done better. Yeah. Um, whether it's keeping everything, all the taxes in one file after my accountant did it, whether it's, you know, keeping all my logos in one file, simple things like that. When it comes time for something big to happen and someone asks you for something large and you can't find it and you know you had it. Right. <laughs> That's the it worst. Is, oh my God, it's the worst. So I, I would say stay organized um, and make sure um, you take on when you're ready, definitely have an accountant in place to get your tax and everything on order. So you don't have to worry about stuff like that. And you can just make that money. Yes, that is that is great advice. Um, so how can people purchase your products? Where are they? 
So Love Corkscrew is, of course, available at lovecorkscrew.com. And anybody listening to your podcast is more than welcome to use the discount code LOVE. That will give them a nice little discount. Um, They also can find it at a lot of their local stores. Um, If they're in the uh, Chicago, Illinois area, of course, uh, and Illinois period, um, we'll be hitting all Jewel Oscos by the Super Bowl. So uh, you'll be able to get Jewel Osco. But I'm also available in Mariano's, Whole Foods, everywhere around Illinois. And outside of Illinois, we're in Ohio now, Cox Plus World Market. And uh, we're hitting a lot of, uh, we're going to hit a lot of states very soon. So just lovecorister.com to to stay uh, abreast of everything happening in our world. This is great. This is great. Is there anything else we're missing or that we should know about Krishan or Love Corkscrew? Um, That understand in this industry, you know, and it's, 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 very, very difficult, you know, as literally 0.09% of the industry as an African-American woman, 0.09. There's only 60 of us that do this out of 111,000 in the world. Wow. And what I want people to know is when they see a Black-owned wine and, and someone in, in my industry, you know, it's, sometimes people tend to say, oh, I know a lot of Black-owned wineries. Well, no, no, you don't, because there's a total of 130 of us. <laughs> with black men <laughs> so what what I say when when I would love people to just share that share that we're here when they hear love corkscrew you, if you don't buy not one bottle of love corkscrew share it tell people about it um because that is why we've sold 500,000 bottles because of share we don't have the money for these big marketing companies everything right. has been from social media and and what i ask is that uh that people know that i'm trying to break every glass ceiling till there's no more to be broken and and i'm here to show people that you can do it yes you can and not not just the in the wine business in anything that you set out to do this anything is- yeah, this is a great example of someone who had an idea, followed it, and now it's nationwide. And it took eight years to do it. Right. So that's another thing. I, I teach people to just be patient. Be patient. It'll be happen for you. Yeah. And do what you can with what you have. Every Please. step is progress. Please. I had nothing. I had nothing. And I turned it into a national company. I had nothing. So know that if your heart is in it and and it's something that you're supposed to do, trust it will work out. It will. It will. Well, Krishan, I want to thank you for being on the Unlock Your Potential podcast. You have certainly unlocked your potential 10 times over and taken it to a new level. So it's an honor to have you on here to share your story today. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. And if you're still listening, be sure to visit unlockyourpotentialpodcast.com. That's unlockyourpotentialpodcast.com because there we have a wonderful business startup checklist, which gives you everything you need to start your business off on the right financial path. Plus, if you visit unlockyourpotentialpodcast.com, you can also register to win a free bottle of Love Corkscrew Wine. Thanks for listening to Unlock Your Potential. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and visit my website at KimberlyBuchanan.com for more great resources, tips, and products too. Follow me on Instagram at Kim S. Buchanan and on Facebook at Kim S. Buchanan 1. 
Until next time, remember to start where you are with what you have. That's always enough. It doesn't matter where you are now. You can start unlocking your potential at any time, at any place, and from anywhere.